0: To Teachers Talk Film episode 3535. Mitchell Main reporting here with my great friend, fellow teacher. I have another tag that I'm gonna add here in a second. I was wondering um, if you'd add that tag. Yeah, yeah. Uh first, that's some big news. Let's keep let's keep TTF Nation waiting a little bit. We got some big news, very big news. Um, but first, tell us how,
1: t- tell us how we're doing X-Ray. It is May. We have, I believe it's like 10 or 11 days of school left. Um, crazy. So that's where I'm at. It's, it's down to, I can count it on the fingers. Uh, the students know it. Teachers know it. It's, uh, it's the end times of the school year. It's a, it's a wonderful time. It's a crazy time. Um, yeah. How, how are you feeling about the end of the year
0: I'm feeling much more relieved today now than before I woke up Um, AP Lang's exam was today
1: yes yeah Uh, is it a little nerve-wracking like knowing that they take it and you're just kind of waiting for scores and all that or you're glad it's over
0: both I mean I care more about their experience in the class opposed to the score that they take for one test what a great answer yeah i mean i tell kids it's like Legoat james is the goat but he's had off nights and you know you're gonna have off days when you're testing Um, obviously i do everything i can to prepare them make sure they know what they're getting into because it is it is a battlefield but you know i prepare them i provide the ammunition that they need um hopefully and um they're done now so we can um sit back i think we're gonna watch a film keep it academic of course um but watch a film to kind of end the year on a light note because they've been grinding so shout out those kids um you guys killed it super what what are you gonna watch we're gonna watch the great debaters have you ever seen that i've not is it about great debaters it's about great debaters. It's actually really, it's a really good story. It's a true story. Um, Denzel is the teacher of a speech and debate team at an all black community college, I believe, um, in the deep south during times of segregation, and um, they basically have to fight for their right to debate amongst white colleges, and they debate about Rather important topics, Um, you know, uh, equal education, things like that. Um, It's a really, really good movie. Really good talking about the power of words. That's what AP Lang is all about. So, I mean, what a way to, to end a class talking about the power of words than an actual true story detailing what words can do. So, super pumped.
1: I feel like Denzel doesn't get uh, the credit he deserves because he's like, he's in like American gangster. He can play, he's an inside man. He can play the, the like cool guy, convict, crazy guy, but he's also, he can be the, he's in fences. He's in the great debaters. He, he's the drama actor too. He's just Denzel is like the cream of the crop. He's the top, top of the top. He looks darn good
0: in some He Got Game 13s. Oh, I completely forgot about He Got Game. Like, even that. He's the man. He got shoe game.
1: Yeah. He got air game, that fro game, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Putting up shots in the prison courtyard, one of the greatest scenes of this podcast's history. Yes. That was the one podcast that we recorded IRL. Face to face. Yeah. In the studio. Yeah. Might Good have time. to do that again. We should.
0: Yeah, summer's coming up. What's yep. what, What's on tap for summer? Well,
1: I guess I'm face-to-face podcasting. Um, heat. I, did I? Did we talk about this last time? I feel like summer's way overrated. Summer's the most overrated season of all time. Dude, we did not talk about it, but I could not agree more. Yeah, I, if we had three months of school off from, I don't know, maybe March, April, May, that would, that would be the greatest spring would be the greatest season of all time. Or if we had three months off from September, October, November, uh, fall would be the greatest season of all time. But for some Mm -hmm. reason we had to put it in summer. It's, it's deathly hot outside. I, I don't like, I'm, I hate being hot. I'm not a hot person. So it's, besides school being off, that's, that's really the only great thing about summer. You're right, dude.
0: And you know me, I'm a hot blooded boy. Yes. Um, I, I just sweat, dude. Like I get, I get genuinely
1: aggravated when it's too hot outside. (laughs) dude. I I get, I last, last year over the summer, like the power company sent me an email and was like, Hey, your power is going to be turned off from like one a m and we don't know when we're gonna turn it back on again. You, you I literally the power turned off the a c in my house turned off. I woke up um i I was enraged, I was so hot already. the second it got turned off, I woke up, I just got my car and drove around with the air conditioning on it was it was terrible till like three in the morning yeah that's that's nightmarish
0: dude, yeah, uh, and then when we come back to school in August, like it's it's hot until about mid-September for sure. Yeah. You you walk out of the room and it's like it's like a hundred degrees and like it's just so hot, dude. And like by the time I get to my car, it looks like I've ran a 5k. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just can't stand it, man. So not looking forward to that. Um I did get my pits zapped. <laughs> so hopefully I won't sweat so much with my underarms. Is that the uh, technical term for it? Is yeah, your pits zapped. That's what the doc says when I went in. Ah. And, Yo, so uh we're just gonna zap them pits real quick, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna just numb them up real quick, zap <laughs> them, and then you're out of here. <laughs> uh but it's it's working, I presume. Yeah, I gotta I got round two, July twenty fourth. Well good luck, soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's not much you can say to that. <laughs> um Yeah, I I think I'm just sweat. I sweat like a normal person under my arms right now, well, and then that's I nice. yeah. Welcome once to the club. I, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Feels good. <laughs> Feels good. Once I get that second treatment, though, I'm thinking I'm thinking we'll be we'll be pretty solid. I'll still sweat, obviously. um I don't think anything can contain me, um <laughs> like Kobe Bryant with my. <laughs> um we'll see what happens we'll see what happens
1: uh i have a question for you are you are you more worried about your nuggets or your celtics which one are you more Mm. worried about who's who's getting knocked out who's getting knocked out you think one of them's gonna get knocked out well no no just i guess answer who you're more worried about
0: i'm more worried about my nuggets right now um Celtics currently, it's halftime. They're down by nine. 2 2 series. Nuggets embarking at in. Home. They're down nine at home. It's bad. Yeah, but we're a defensive team, man. That's a few possessions, and then, you know, we're back in it. I'm worried about the Nuggets, man, because last game, they're just offensive. Master class performances on both ends for the Suns and the Nuggets. It's like we can put up as many points as them, but is somebody gonna stop Devin Booker from hitting the elbow range jump shot? Is somebody gonna stop Devin yeah. Durant? It's, it's it's kind of insane. It's Devin ridiculous. Booker is insane, dude. It drives me crazy. It's like he doesn't miss anymore. No, anytime he pulls up like mid-range, he's he's just the expert. He's the new DeMar DeRozan with the mid-range. It's like it's in every time. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. 2-2 two, two tied up. I I don't know. Yeah. Whoever
0: wins this game is going to win the series and come out of the West. You got no
1: hope for the Lakers for the Warriors.
0: I don't. I mean, i do I would do not wanna play either of those teams, but
1: I feel oh, like so have, you you do games. have
0: some hope for them you you're afraid of them I mean out of seven games, dude i'm not I still think the nuggets are gonna come out and win this series, so I do have i i I don't have hope that anybody's gonna beat my nuggies all right, I guess we'll time will only tell we'll find out soon enough, yeah we got just a little over an hour until that game starts so we'll see we'll see really? what happens slide this podcast in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um all right I, before go we, ahead. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on no
1: yeah 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 you you you
0: <laughs> <laughs> before we get ahead of ourselves we have we have two big announcements
1: oh yeah yeah forgot about that no oh yeah you forgot about it you well, forgot I forgot we were going to talk about it okay. from the from the 10 minutes ago when we started.
0: Yeah, we yeah, TTF Nation. They haven't listened to a word we've said because we've left them on that. <laughs> and they're just waiting for us to circle back. This is us circling back. Um, X-Ray. You may know him as X-Ray. I know him as great friend, BFF. But there's a new tagline in here. Colleague. Colleague, co-worker, co-worker. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know.
1: Well, if if you don't know me and um Mr. Main's uh situation, I've been teaching I teach at a very weird school because it's only eighth and ninth graders. Um, it's the weirdest mix of grades in the world. I think there's like two eight, nine schools in the world. Um and I used to teach at one of them because uh had a little interview uh and they, they called me up to the big leagues. I got the call up from the minors. Um and so I'm I'm teaching at the high school now. I'm with the big boys. So I've joined uh I've joined Mr. Main.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of modesty, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yell. I'm not gonna hurt the ears of TTF Nation. But man, I'm so proud of you, dude. Just I just I, I called you once, I was able to call you. Um, it's hard to keep that a secret for the amount of time that I did. Um, <laughs> one just, day, yeah, in <laughs> one day, it was tough, man. Um, I know it was tough for you too. Just not knowing. Um, yeah, yeah, awful. it's the waiting. that's the worst part. But I'm so happy to work with you, man. We have two preps
1: together next year. Oh, my. you got my schedule and everything, too? You're breaking this on the on the pod? We'll talk off pod. Um, okay.
0: I, I kind of told you a little bit of what the schedule would look like. Yeah, yeah. Two um, so preps together. Dude, we're going to take over the world. Yeah, man. I mean, we're going to solve
1: world hunger. We're going <laughs> to... Um, Dude, we might be able to on a on a good day. We might be able to fit a movie into these two preps.
0: We're gonna cast a or <laughs> identify the next big kid actor, next Christian yeah. Bale of our generation. Yep. Yeah. Hmm.
1: All right, that's very interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. I think my favorite part, besides actually getting the job, is just telling people that I got the job. Like. People just get excited for you. It's a, it's a it's cool.
0: I overheard um, two of my students talking about it, so I don't know
1: how they found out. I had a student from the high school email me today and was like, "Is this true?" And I was like, "Yes." And I just wanted to be like, "How? Where did you hear it from?" It'd Type be interesting. In the
0: chat. Type their name in the chat. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't. I don't think you know them.
0: I want to see if it's the same person that I'm thinking of um yeah i don't know that person yeah so the range is vast like i people are talking about it
1: yeah it's it's uh it's nearly worldwide at this point yeah it's breaking news Um, we're hearing we're hearing whispers in china um (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, are you gonna live up to the expectation Now that's, that's something
1: I have thought about. I I saw a former student, um, when was it? It was yesterday. And it was like, I, and I told him, obviously, I was like, Hey, did you hear? And he was like, yeah, I knew already. And it was like, well, that was no fun. I wanted to kind of tell you, but uh, whatever. And then he was just reminiscing on all of the good memories we've had. And I was like, okay, we got (laughs) to, all right. Got (laughs) to live (laughs) up to. (laughs) It's hard to combat people's memories they have of you. Cause usually I think they're, they may be, uh, I don't know. Do you think that memory makes people seem better than they are? Mm. Nostalgia? I would say so, but I don't think that's going to apply to you. Cause you're the
0: King. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Are you still gonna, um, put on a wig and act out Romeo and Juliet in front of seniors?
1: Well, if, if I was allowed to teach Romeo and Juliet, I would. But unfortunately, like I'm gonna miss Romeo and Juliet teaching that to freshmen for sure. Mm-hmm. But we'll work in I don't know maybe some Hamlet, maybe some um, I think maybe is the Tempest uh, up there. I don't know. Some Julius Caesar. I, hey, I will find an excuse to put a wig on. You know what?
0: i I'm, I'm the wheels are spinning in my head. We do The Great Gatsby as seniors. I think um, you would make a great Tom Buchanan, and <laughs> naturally, I would be a great Jay Gatsby. Um, and you and I can remake the 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 Plaza scene where they just yell at each other, and maybe we can act that out for our kids. I think they
1: would really I, learn. From that. I but see the the wigs I have. I think I'd be better off as uh, what's what's the is the lady's name? Is it Daisy? Daisy. Yes. Yeah. So I'd rather be Daisy, please. I'd rather be the woman. Okay. Well, and I do not want to be Gatsby because I do not <laughs> want to show any
0: love interest in you in any way, shape or
1: form. That's the best part, though, is the the gender swapping. Like I always play the nurse in Romeo and Juliet because she's this crazy lady. Um, <laughs> and it's not that much of a stretch for me. So that makes it easier, too. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll make it happen.
0: OK, if you can engage seniors, second semester seniors with a wig being Daisy Buchanan. I'll give you my my year's salary. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'll I'll begin planning now. All right. Um, super proud of you, man. We're going to kill it. You're the man. Thank you, my my dog. Thank you. Yes. Um. It's also your birthday tomorrow. Oh, yes, that's true. That's not a big announcement. No, it's a big announcement. Like, he's playing it all cool. Oh, yeah. No.
1: Okay, I, I've i grown into a theory on birthdays, and that's just that they really should uh, not really
0: be celebrated. So I'm not going to give you this gift that I'm about to air to the pod. Hmm.
1: Well, you got yeah. me there, because I do want this thing. I don't even know what it is, but I'm just very interested in it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you though. Once you hit after twenty-five, yeah, You can call it good. There, we're good. Yeah,
1: and then you you can just celebrate them every five. Like when you turn thirty, okay, that's a that's kind of interesting. Thirty-five, not as interesting. Forty, that's interesting. Twenty-eight, nah, that what? That's nothing.
0: I feel like those are the good story beats, like of a, of a lifetime, like every five years, right? Like there's, it's right. bound to be some pendulum swing within five years. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause year to year, I mean, you grow out a mustache, who cares? You know, that's really it. You get giant biceps. Who, yeah. who cares? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got you something. Or oh, uh, we're doing this right now. Yeah, I want I want to do. I've been waiting for a long time. Oh my goodness. Let's go. I'm okay. pumped. Um so I'm looking at your hat right there. It's it's looking a little grimy. Wait, um, hold on one second. One second.
1: Is this going to be like cuz when we did the blades, the the Dim Mac, the Blood Sword stickers, I believe that I had you describe what was on screen. Would you okay. like me to do that or are you going to do it? Um this is a podcast after all.
0: You'll 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 describe it after I give a little preface. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm ready
0: now. Um so I'm I'm noticing the hat's a little a little a little grimy. You know it's a car heart. You're a man you're a blue-collared man. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've worn that hat you you wear it you look respectable in that hat. Um but I wanted to I wanted to upgrade you a little bit so I reached out uh, to our sponsors and I got you
1: this guy. Oh, my goodness. Um, Oh, my goodness. It is an A24 white hat gold lettering. I'm basically going to look like Jay Gatsby walking around. <laughs> A24 Films LLC on the back. Is this made of corduroy, my friend? It is. It is. Oh, it my is. God. Oh. I'm, oh, my goodness. I'm just... This is the most English teacher film nerd loser hat ever. And I absolutely love it.
0: Uh, Don't feel too special um, because this one's mine. (laughs) Oh, are you kidding me? It's the same thing. We're going (laughs) to be matching, baby. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Are we wearing this every Friday? I, I I think we need to plan it out. We can either fully embrace it. Like, hey, we're going to wear this same hat Friday, or we might have to text each other. Hey, I'm wearing this hat. My drip's crazy. Don't ruin it. I think we,
1: maybe we could pull off like you wear it on a Thursday and then I wear it on a Friday. And then we just see how many kids notice, how many kids say something and just be like, oh, no, we don't have this. I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't even know Mr. Main had this hat. Are you sure it was this one? Are you sure it did say something else?
0: <laughs> or we just tell them we're sharing the same hat so they yeah.
1: can buy us more hats. <laughs> we we could uh, we could do the same with the, the Jordan Force. I could wear those one day, and then you could wear the next. Yeah, we got a spreadsheet of our shared clothes <laughs> just to sign up for what we're going to wear. You know this could save us some money. We could just sell half our wardrobes and just yeah, kind of swap them back and forth.
0: No, nah. except I'd be squeezing into a lot of
1: <laughs> a lot of things, and you'd be looking a little baggy. That's, That's all right. Me. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the hat. I, I might have to wear that to every movie I ever go to now.
0: It's a baller hat, man. I really like it. Clearly, I bought one for myself, selfish. <laughs> um
1: well i like that this is now kind of tradition because when i bought you the blood sports stickers i bought myself the blood sports stickers as well
0: you have to you have to
1: yeah 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 it's a dope hat
0: i'm gonna give it to you tomorrow when we see guardians if we're still doing that i'm in yes all right there you go um the hat you're gonna have to like really uh you know, work the bill because it came in this and it's flattened like a pancake.
1: So uh yeah, I, see I don't know to take it out. It's authentic. Gonna look like a nineties wrapper for a little bit, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So um speaking of A twenty four, I I hate to throw this um this open this can of worms, but I do just wanna hear now that you've sat with it... So um, oh, let's do this. I'm pumped to do this. We're going to need a full episode on this movie at some point. Yeah. Can you can you give me a little um, Bo is Afraid talk here?
1: Bo is Afraid. I honestly don't know if I can give you a little Bo is Afraid talk.
0: That's what I'm saying. You, um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm asking you to uh, grab the stars for me right now.
1: I guess I'll say this. There is no other movie like this movie that's easy to say i'll also say that no other movie has had an effect on me an impact on me like this movie has Mm. to where it just put my brain in a blender and also made me hate the movie but also love the movie at the same time i we looked at each other when it was over i can't remember who said it first i think you i think you looked at me and you said I think I love it. And I looked at you and I said, I think I hate it. Um, <laughs> but after sitting with it, I, I even told you that this would happen. I said I'd go read reviews and then I'd like it more. And that's what happened. I think I moved it up to like four stars on Letterboxd. I think it's around 80 something for me. And I, again, no movie has had an impact, an effect on me like this one has. It's mm-hmm. insane. Um, what are your thoughts? Man, I love it. I think the more I keep watching
0: it and think about it, I might put it on my spreadsheet as one of my favorite movies. Wow. Yeah. It's currently a 91. And that was just my initial thought. I think I definitely want to see it again in theaters. Maybe we could go see it again in theaters and wear our A24 hats and just look like total stands. Um, I feel like we'll pick up on so much more nuance, like, intended little subtleties that we didn't see the first time.
1: I don't, I don't know if I can put myself through that again. I mean, it. I was the last 25, 30 minutes of the movie. I was just like, please. end. like, I just want to leave. I want to go home. I would, (laughs) that's, that was all I was thinking about. But then, like I said, I, I also loved it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I might be going solo, dude. I need to see it again. No, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll do it for the sake of the pod. For the sake of the pod, man. Yes. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. I was gonna get you the uh, the bow is afraid pajama set, uh, <laughs> but no, I no. You, man. And then I was gonna get you the pajama set, but it's like a hundred bucks or something. Oh, that's a bit much. Or just some silky
1: pajamas that say bow. I
0: mem- want the
1: Joaquin Phoenix worn set. I want the, the actual prop.
0: Yeah, that would be sweet. That would definitely be bagging on you too. You put on a little weight for that role maybe. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah, that was a great movie, man. Um, we watched a, maybe a not so great movie this week. Um empire of the sun are you ready to get into this bad boy let's do it yeah i'm kind of kind of not looking forward to it um you know i'd rather talk to you about denver nuggets basketball and whatever for the next half hour but we'll get into this um because there are some positives here we got empire <laughs> of the sun Sorry for these text messages going crazy right now. Um, Do not
1: disturb, disturb, my friend.
0: (laughs) Can I do that on my computer?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've done this before. All right, we're going to do this live on the pod. You're going to go up to the top bar of uh, your Apple. There's uh, two little weird lines there. Yes. Are you seeing? And then there's going to be something that says focus, I believe. Uh, Yes. That's a little moon. Yes. Do
0: not disturb. Is that going to then apply to my phone? I do not know. Okay. Well, hey, this is what they came for. Um, (laughs) 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 Let's Google it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Fire (laughs) of the Sun. A 1987 Steven Spielberg film. A young English boy, Christian Bale. Struggles to survive under Japanese occupation of China during World War II. You know that video, um, that kid after his high school football game, and he's being interviewed, and he says, uh, they had us in the first half, I ain't going to lie. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, it's a great video.
0: Yeah, great video. Um, Great way of describing this movie for me. Really, really strong first half. And then was just uh, I was trudging along in the second half, Mm -hmm. trudging along, man, just wanted it to end so bad. Um, What are we what are we thinking?
1: I, I stopped this movie twice, I think once was like probably an hour and a half in and I was like, okay, I need a break, I'll come back to it. And then I stopped it again with like 15 minutes left. And I think it was an entire day till I came back and watched the last 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes felt like an hour. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I do not want to watch the rest of this movie. So yeah, the, the, the length and what you said about trudging was a, a great verb. I felt the same way.
0: I was texting you. I was like, I still, when I texted you that I still had time to watch or I needed to finish this, it was like, I had like an hour and 17 minutes. And I was like, man, there's no way I have an hour and 17 minutes left of this. Like, it's tough. tough. Um, First half is somewhat promising, though, I thought.
1: Yeah, I thought there were some interesting scenes in the first half. Um, what What did you like about the first half specifically?
0: I really like the, the way that it set up the contrast between the British in China and then the Chinese people that were being basically held hostage and occupied. Um, there's the opening, um, like when the families go into the party, like yeah. the costume party and like they're driving to the event and the streets are just flooded with just utter chaos and like you know it's clearly it looks dystopian it's world war Two. i mean what do you what do you expect here um and like it just pans over and like there's white people in cars dressed up like clowns and there's people outside the car just like literally suffering and like banging on the glass asking for help and That was a really cool way to show the the contrast between the different cultures kind of mixed into this uh, blender, if you will. Um, And then I really liked one of a few decent quotables in this movie. Um, I really liked the dad's um, quote that he gives his son, Jimmy, I think his name, Jamie. Sorry, Um, where he's putting golf balls into a pool. First of all, that was weird. Um, he tells his kid, "Uh, what is it? the harder I work, the luckier we'll get." Yes, I, I wrote that down because I'm gonna I'm stealing that. That's a tattoo right there. I'm not gonna tat it, but that's a tattoo.
1: The the harder we work, the luckier we get, and then under it, man chipping golf balls into pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that um, was cool. you mentioned that. Go ahead. You mentioned that contrast. I thought that they did a good job too, right? After like it's still during the party scene, but it's when Jamie goes and he's like running chasing his glider and then they show that literally these Japanese soldiers are like right they're, they're basically like in the guy's house almost. So that contrast was interesting and it showed how real like this problem was cuz this was like I didn't know anything about like this this period or this time or this situation in World War Two. So that scene where he's chasing the glider and then he goes up on the hill and the soldiers are there. Like that that just showed how real it was, I thought.
0: Seemed a little bit hyperbolized, would you say though? Yeah, probably. Probably. Like just so hy- close to this dude's house, there's a whole militia just in this bunker. Just chilling in yeah, his backyard. You- You
1: haven't heard them or seen their fire smoke at all. Um,
0: I'm not trying to be insensitive to the issue, but it's like, I don't know if if they were in that close of proximity, but who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah. I did think that 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 scene, how it was shot where he hops into the plane and he's like fake shooting at the glider. The way that that was filmed was really cool. Like it made it look like, uh, an actual, like, dogfight. Like, the way that they were doing... They were kind of doing, like, whip pans of the glider, and, like, I just thought that that was... That was some real Spielberg genius right there, which I didn't feel like we saw a lot of during this, but that scene just stuck out. I, I was, like, almost amped up for that because of the way that it was shot. It was... It just goes to show how when you shoot something a certain way with a camera, you can make it... you You can make it seem like it's not what it is which is cool
0: that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie yeah um yeah because that's kind of like the inspiration then he looks to the side and he sees all the bullet holes and then he's kind of like oh and that comes out um kind of like a flash to reality i feel like he has a lot of these moments where he's kind of in his daydream and then he's taken back to the grim reality it just looks really good um especially the first half. I like the shot um, where he's walking in the city and there's the gigantic um, gone with the wind poster on the wall and it's Chinese or Japanese, sorry, subtitles um, or captions, whatever you want to call it on the poster kind of just showing like the, the Western invasion on this place, if you will, and kind of how people are kind of like succumb to that and, that was a cool shot. He's so small in the proportion to the poster on the wall. That was cool.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Um, can we talk about Christian Bale? We, I mean, we got to talk about Christian Bale.
0: Is it weird that every time I see him as a 12-year-old boy, I still see the 50-year-old man? Okay, I was
1: going to say that too. His face has not changed even a little bit. Like he, He has facial hair now, but other than that – his face is the exact same.
0: It's kind of creepy. I wonder if he's a if he's a bot, as the kids would say.
1: <laughs> you think he's, he's AI? He's uh, he's he's got um, he's got parts underneath his skin.
0: Yeah, he's he's got some some parts underneath his skin, and he's got some um, vocal cord enhancers as well.
1: Pipes, <laughs> baby. The singing, my goodness, the singing. Um, But I I do want to just say that Christian Bale, child actor, um, he, I think he crushed it. Like, I think he was the best, obviously the best part of the movie. I, he was his character from the very beginning to the very end, the range that he had to have as a, a kid where he goes from being like this spoiled little British kid to at the, that scene at the end with his parents, like, where he doesn't even recognize them and he, you like hardly recognize him. He's just so, I don't know, just broken down. Like, yeah. For a, a kid, yeah, for a kid to do that, it's, I was just, that was what I took away probably most was Christian mm-hmm. Bale was always awesome.
0: Yeah. And then he plays, it's really brief, but he plays the American role in like, yeah. for like two minutes. He does that really well. He does the accent. Um, the American accent he throws on the aviators. Again, fifty-year-old Christian Bale in a 12-year-old body. Yeah. Um, with just range as a kid actor. That he definitely stood out. And I wonder how many movies he was in before this.
1: Yeah. Or if this was yeah, like- I have no idea. I wonder if this was his uh his coming out party, his when people really got to know him. Um can we how about the fact that uh, Ben Stiller was in this movie too? That just blew me away, and maybe the exact opposite of Christian Bale. He looked nothing like Ben Stiller when I first saw him. I was like, "Wait that that is Ben Stiller." Uh, the, it just caught me very off guard. That's not Walter Mitty. Yeah. By
0: the time I was, uh, I saw Ben Stiller like my eyes were fluttering, and I was at the point <laughs> where I just wanted it to be over. And then, like, I had to double take. I was like, "Is that Ben Stiller?" Just like he got punched in the mouth or something, his teeth were terrible, Um, dirty, facial hair. Yeah, that was weird. That was that felt bizarre. I feel like if you're Ben Stiller, you almost have to be somewhat offended that you're given that little of a role.
1: Well, I wonder if for him, like this was one of his first movies he was in because I don't know what he was in before. I don't like meet the Fockers like is that one of his biggest movies like earlier that's earlier than Secret Life of Walter Mitty and all that stuff but I don't know along came Polly. so yeah I don't know when he I don't know if he ever got huge but
0: yeah our producers gave me a, a little website um I'm not saying a whole lot um yeah I mean Empire of the Sun's not even showing up here. I'm seeing Zoolander in 2001. Oh, that was yeah. his first big, big thing, you think? Yeah, um, yeah and then from there, it's kind of the Ben Stiller that we know and love today, but that was weird. I mean, obviously, he was getting his foot in the door, so shout out, Ben Stiller. Um, John Malkovich played a good role. I didn't yep. understand, like... I guess I just don't, maybe I don't understand a lot of why this story is important. Obviously, it's important in the historical context of World War II. Um, but something I wrote down, It's it feels like it's a collection of moments that serve as no real importance to much of anything.
1: Yes, you, you stated that perfectly. I was about to say almost the exact same thing is the way that this movie is sequenced, it's like these crazy moments happen and then it's like fade to black. And then it's like, okay, we're just going to keep moving on. Um, We're going to let that happen and then just do this next thing. It's like the one scene where Christian Bale, it's one of the scenes where he sings where the, I I believe it's, yeah, it's the Japanese like fighter pilots. They're like um, doing this like ceremony. It's either sunrise or sunset, and they're singing the song and then Christian Bale starts singing the song. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And then the scene ends and like, it's like, well, well, why did we do that? Like, there was no, there was no climax to the scene. It it led nowhere. Even the, the, the bombing scene where they bomb like the, I think it's the Americans or the British come in and they bomb the, the like camp. Like that scene is crazy. And then it's like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Nothing even happened here. Like they get bombed, and then it's just like, oh, we gotta, we gotta leave. So, I, I could not agree with you more. I think that's one, one of my biggest issues with this is it's just, yeah, all these moments. Some of them are cool, but it's like, um, okay, that was a moment. Let's move on. It seems like once
0: they got taken into the internment camp, like for the first time, they could have just uh, added the SpongeBob voice three months later and then he finds his parents and then that would save us an hour and 20 minutes
1: yeah especially because i mean when he's in the camp we get we get some interesting scenes like i did like our intro into the camp where it's just him running around like and you see that he's he's kind of changed he can figure it out he's like trading all these things with people and he's running around in the coat and like that's cool but then the rest of it just seems so discombobulated and not connected that yeah, it's like, why what's the point? Even the, the scene where they leave the camp and they go and all the furniture and he sees his car, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm like? That scene is cool, but they're there for five minutes and then they leave. It's like, well, why did we do this then? It's
0: like, Oh, Hey, here's my car. Hey, here's all these other belongings that belong to all of these people. Next scene. Let's just forget about it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is so it's, yeah, just not, and maybe that's because, is this based on a true story? I know it's like true events, it's but.
0: biographical, yeah.
1: Yeah, so maybe, maybe that's part of it as they tried to follow along with what happened, but, I mean, that's why we love Hollywood. They they just change it no matter what to make it better. I, I would have liked for them to have done that. I, I have a
0: point on that, but that I want to get to, but. What what the heck was going on in the scene when he's like he's he's hiding, he's like trudging along in the trenches and he's like in the water and he's yeah. trying not to get caught. And like that, the, the Americans are betting. Like what, what what was the point of that and what was going on?
1: He he did that basically, the Basie guy, the John mm-hmm. Malkovich, tells him that he can move into the American barracks, like the American house, if he goes and catches these pheasants. So he takes those traps that he gave him, but the pheasants are like outside the fence. So he has to go outside the fence. But again, it only shows him going outside the fence. It doesn't show him capturing anything. And that's why he moves in with them after that.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. I mean, that everything you said, I, new but it was i was like is there anything more to this because it's like i don't know yeah like i said it's just a collection of moments it felt like
1: yeah but um, not in a not in a like um uh, i'm trying to think of a movie that like napoleon dynamite does that napoleon dynamite is just a collection of moments that aren't super tied together but they're they're funny and they're interesting so you're you're hooked in these just uh, yeah you're they you're, i don't know you're not as interested I felt like
0: yeah that's a good connection um you said like Hollywood took some liberties in the story and things like that this movie's PG I think it would have benefited from you know maybe taking a risk and being an R-rated movie at least PG 13. Yeah. Um because I was thinking of this I was like this is something like that I feel like a substitute would throw on one day when they don't have lesson plans and they just need to kill two hours. Like they're just going to throw away. Kids aren't going to like it. You're just going to dry their eyes out because they're so darn bored. I was like, I wonder, and I feel like tonally too, like it's going to be more suitable for the world war II setting. If it's at least PG 13, did that ever cross yeah. your mind? Like their are sugarcoating things, or this just does not match.
1: Um, it didn't cross my mind till you said it, but then that made me think that, I mean, there's a ton of great war movies, Saving Private Ryan, All uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, just won a bunch of Oscars, like, all the best ones that they're rated R because they show how brutal war is. And Mm -hmm. I like, I think you're, you're spot on in how this did. It did sugarcoat things. It, I mean, it points out like the tough things like his friend dies and people die, but yeah, it's not, I mean, at least I think that's why people like war movies. It just shows the brutality that we, we don't always notice or see.
0: Right. And speaking of his friend dying right there at the end, the execution was just poor. He's shot. Right. And I think he's shot in like the back or something. Yeah. And then you just look down at the mango that they both have their hand in, and that there's just blood that's starting to come out of the hands in the mango. And then the kid leans like just faints backwards and dies. Like just maybe, you know, maybe um make that a little bit more make us feel something. Yeah, because it just looked like he just got winded or something, got hit in the windpipe and just passed out.
1: Well, and you like, you immediately, there's no suspense. You know, he's going to die. You know, the second, like it's just, I don't know. It's telegraphed. You know, he's going to die. And I don't know. I I felt nothing when he died. I was like, well, that sucks for him, but um, I don't know. We're just going to move on again. There's 15 minutes left in this movie when he dies. Like, (laughs) There's what are we going to learn from this?
0: Yeah, I do like the name that Basie gives Jamie. He calls him Shanghai Jim. Yeah, I think that's a a hard rap name.
1: That is. That'd be a good uh, WWE name, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: X-Ray, Steve's Machine, Shanghai Jim.
1: That's like calling. um, Let me see. Let me let me think here. I was trying to make it sound good, but it doesn't. I was going to call myself like Ohio Ray, but that's, that just doesn't sound even close to as good as Shanghai Jim.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No,
1: No. I apologize. It's okay.
0: It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We forgive you. Uh, Something I wrote down here. I don't really have a whole lot else to say with this bad boy, but, uh, just lose the lose the jacket, lose the red the red jacket. Um, the, the leather one. Yeah, no, not the leather one. The one in the beginning when he's a uh, he's lost his family and they're taken away and he's he's running around looking like a preppy boy and yeah, he's just acting. You know, I don't know. I can't tell if I admire this kid or I'm kind of irritated by him.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe. I think you're, yeah, I feel like you're supposed to be irritated by him in the beginning, especially when he like tells their, I don't, their servant, their maid. He's like, you have to listen to me. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we're not supposed to like this kid. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I get what you're saying. You look like a, you look like a British little, yeah, little schoolboy. I guess that's what he is. But come on, it's wartime yeah i mean
0: there was opulence there was opulence <laughs> just the vocabulary on this kid the lexicon is just unreal
1: him? yeah back to the same voice like yeah that that's probably the most british schoolboy thing about him wouldn't you say
0: mhm yeah i had that the little melody in my head right before we started um have you ever (laughs) have you (laughs) i'm transitioning um mac miller he has a song it's called the star room and it's off of um watching movies with the sound off and there's a a snippet of or there's like the first part of that song there's a sample of something that i'm hoping i can find right now i just texted the the producers of the show to see if they can get this up for us. Um, There's a, there's like a snippet of somebody singing and I thought it sounded so much like Christian Bale in this movie. I thought that it's where it came from, but evidently it is not. Um, I'm trying to figure out where this comes from.
1: That would be, uh, that'd be a pretty sweet sample though. I mean, anytime. I mean, we're obviously MF Doom fans. Anytime that uh, something gets sampled from like cartoons, TV movies, uh, I don't know. That it's just another level of sampling for me. Kanye West, obviously, "Blades of Glory." Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: "Blades of Glory" might be the one of the most popular modern day samples. Yeah for a, for popular mainstream rap songs correct um, correct okay here it is tell me if you can hear this
1: can oh, you hear that very much yeah very much sounds like christian bale
0: we can only play 15 seconds for copyright um but I thought that was him. I was like, okay, I'm gonna hear this later. But evidently, it's, and it's not, not. No, it doesn't. It sound uh-huh. just him. Yeah, hopes and dreams crushed. Yeah. So I'm um, producers aren't doing a very good job giving me an answer here. Um,
1: <laughs> they stink. They yeah. stink,
0: man. They're not, they're not very good. Well,
1: we're looking for a producer here at TTF. We've just decided. Um If you'd like to throw your hat in the ring, you can uh, find us on. Twitter at Teacher Film Talk. Uh, hit us up on TikTok at Teachers Talk Film. Um, so yeah, let us know. We'll take you on.
0: Yeah, and um, you can maybe help us pick some movies because we're we're uh, for this uh, last two, two, ep- yeah. two episodes we've really been um, we've been flat. We we need well, we need some juice
1: here, baby. Um, and I also say it's it's not our fault. I mean, we I, I picked. I picked face off. Cause I thought it'd be a nice campy eighties movie. And then it let us down. And then you picked empire of the sun. I mean, it's a freaking Steven Spielberg movie and it's stunk, but this is not our fault. This is not our fault.
0: My brother texted me um, right after he watched face off and listened to the episode. He's like, tell your boy to pick better movies. <laughs> I agree. That was a terrible pick. I apologize. I, I apologize. I'm going to make it up. Uh, Yeah. Um, Before you tell us what we're going to watch, give us your final thoughts. Give us your rating on this so we can call it a day here.
1: Uh, I gave this a whopping, a whopping um, 66. Uh, There was, there was absolutely nothing special about this movie besides Christian Bale and a a child actor. Isn't going to do it for me. Um, even like you know i came in it's steven spielberg i'm expecting great cinematography some cool blocking nope maybe one or two scenes that's uh, i I, that's unacceptable in a two and a half hour long movie 66 the the poster is the best part of this movie yeah
0: yeah um 71 for me you're usually the more the less critical one so i i appreciate the passion here with the 66 71 71 i mean it's getting the c and it's moving on to the next class you know it's it's doing what it needs to do i give him a, a pass to do another something else um it's not the best performance you know it's not gonna um create music from the heavens um But it it passes. Um, Posters rad. Christian Bale was good. Um, He has a cool character arc. Uh, I do think there are some good moments in the story. First half was really, really promising. Like you mentioned the scene where he catches or he finds the broken down fighter plane. That was pretty cool. Some cool things in the beginning. But just, again, just give us the SpongeBob voice three months later. And have him rekindle and reunite with his family and save us the time that we could have used watching something better, perhaps um, 71 critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Give this a 77. The, the audience is a it's kind of a jarring percentage here.
1: Okay, well, is it high? It's high. I, I feel like, I mean, I'm, this is after Steven Spielberg made, like, Indiana Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's coming off of Indiana Jones and makes Empire of the Sun. So, I feel like maybe that's why it's inflated. I don't know. What's, what is it? Well, it's got Not
0: the tag. It's 90.
1: Oh, no way. No way. Yeah, I agree. Could I... could uh, we maybe call us even for once upon a time in America? Yeah, I'll accept that. Well, it took you a second. It took you a second. I You're really holding
0: that in. <laughs> I, I, I just had a like a flashback to when I was watching it, driving down the highway, <laughs> to make sure that I was caught up. Oh, what a terrible pick! What a terrible pick by me. Uh, this one wasn't much better. Um, and once upon a time in America was was a good movie it had it was like three movies in one though that was true True. yeah yeah okay you know um this one was hard to get through at least Mm -hmm. the second half the last hour and a half was tough to get through but we made it
1: i wouldn't say we're because of it um are you ready for a movie that is not going to be hard to get through i think we're all ready ttf nation's ready um two hours so we can do that Mm -hmm. um as you said we need something to pull us out of the hole we need to go back to an old faithful something that you know is going to pack a punch yes and i've got just the movie i just saw on twitter uh maybe a week ago that one of my one of my favorite books of all time blood meridian is Mm -hmm. uh Possibly being turned into a movie, which I think is cool. Blood Meridian by one of my favorite authors, Cormac McCarthy. You showed me that book. Great book. Yep. Yeah. Um, Cormac McCarthy also wrote another book that got turned into a movie. And that uh, movie is No Country for Old Men. Mm. Um, I'm guessing you've seen this? Um,
0: I'll be honest. I've seen... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Cannot I don't remember a darn thing. It was one of those okay, that's, I watched a long time ago when I that's didn't. That's perfect. Yeah, so I'm in. That's,
1: that's perfect. All right, no country for old men. I I think you're gonna love it. Um, and I I don't I have no like I have no problem building that up for you right now. I know this is uh, one of your favorites. Oh yeah, I'm trying to see if it's on the spreadsheet. It's been a while since I've seen it too. It's oh, it's not. Right? This it's, is great. I'm really happy with this pick. It's in your letterbox top four. Oh, but it's it's not in my. It's not in the the spreadsheet though. It's oh. not in the rankings. So that means I have not seen this movie since the summer of 2018. Okay, but you do have it top four. Is it really the- top four? I believe.
0: I, I be stocking your letterbox, baby. I did not know
1: that. I, I feel like I change my top four all the time.
0: Um, TTF Nation, let's judge X Ray based on his top four. He has, please do so. Okay, you do not have no country floor on me. You have, yeah, I don't think so. It's I'm getting it confused. There will be blood. Yes, high and low. hmm. Blazing saddles and the Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: Yeah. I feel like I put once upon a time in Hollywood up there every once in a while too cuz mm-hmm. that, that might be in the top 4 too.
0: I have that in my top 4 right now. I might need to No, I like my top 4. I got super bad. Yep. Yuru, of course. Mhm. Everything everywhere. Mhm. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's probably my my weakest of the four, I would say.
1: Yeah. We should just do that one time for eight weeks, just watch our, our top eight. Oh, I'm down. That'd be sweet. That's a great idea. All right. Well, that's a plan. We know we know we're in business then.
0: Where can we check out No Country for Old Men?
1: This is on HBO Max. Soon to be turned just to Max.
0: So That's right. On. Does that work. Is the it Max. Is it just
1: changing the title and that's it? I guess so. I hope so that I can so that I can watch this movie.
0: Okay, yeah. Don't let us down. Um, okay. No country for old men. Do you have anything else for the people?
1: Um, We're almost there. We're almost there. The audience of none.
0: We're almost to the end of the year. Summer is near. Crank up your ACs. Zap the um, bits and get ready (laughs) Um, and while you do so check out No Country for Old Men stay up to date on things do your homework and peace out
1: peace out